Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Renee A. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Today is Wednesday, January 29th. Today we're reading from the big book and we are on page 86, the first paragraph, which begins with, when we retire at night. And we're just studying that one paragraph today. So today's readers are the 12 Steps, Sandy B., the 12 Traditions, Rivki K., and the readers of the text are Ginger C., Janice B., and Leon B. The reference number for yesterday, Tuesday, January 28th, for the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 14,033. That's 14033. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 14,034. That's 14034. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Sandy B. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Sandy. Thank you. This is Sandy B. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. 
Thank you for allowing me to do service this morning. Thank you, Sandy B. Appreciate it. Okay, I'll now ask Rivki K. to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, Rivki. Hi, this is Rivki K. from Vienna. Thank you. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such would never be organized, but we may create service board or com- committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name or would never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our per- our public relations policy policy sorry is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principle before personalities. Thank you very much, and I pass. Thank you, Rivki. Okay, this is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page 86, starting with the first paragraph, which begins with, when we retire at night. I will now ask Ginger C. to begin reading. Good morning, Ginger. Good morning, Renee. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? 
Have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving toward all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Or were we thinking of what we could do for others, of what we could pack into the stream of life? But we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. After making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. And so again, we're just continuing uh, continuing uh, the clear-cut directions that we do our best a day at a time and perfectly to follow precisely exactly. And, um, you know, this this retiring at night, I think one thing that um, I have changed with this practice that has made all the difference is I do it much earlier in the day. I would go to bed at night and pull out my book that I put pen and paper to to answer these questions, but it was so late at night, it was it was just a checklist. It was not about my heart. It was not about intention or mindful type of work. It was just getting it done. So usually this practice is more around five in the afternoon when I'm more awake and able to give it the attention that it deserves. Because if you miss a 10 step, you get to start off right at the beginning. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? You got to back up. You get to do it again. And um, and then you just go through these questions. Do we have oh an apology? Is there something that I'm I'm not sharing that I need to tell somebody? You know, again, as an addict, I'm blocked or I'm open. And and this work just helps me to stay open a day at a time because again, without power, without some defense between me and the food, guaranteed I'll be eating. So this is such a simple program. It's just my mind, my head loves to confuse me all the time. Half of it's filling me with lies and the other half believes it. And a lot of the times it's like, this is too much. This is too hard. I'm tired. I just had the worst day at work with all the work that they asked me to do. And now you come home and I have to do more work. But again, what choice do we have? These two doors. And so... Again, I just try to practice this the best that I can a day at a time. And um, and I hope that it continues for this lifetime because I want to have my last breath, a sober breath, out of addictions. So I love the ending too. You know, after making our review, after we go through these questions and this reflection period, we ask God's forgiveness. But then we inquire again, God help me to correct these measures because I don't do this work. I always need God to be helping and guiding and directing. And that's what it's all about. Again, God is everything or God is nothing. And what's my choice to be? I get to choose that on a daily basis. And when I'm connected, I'm protected, I'm guided, and I'm directed, thy will be done. Great things can happen. And probably the greatest thing is that I'm no longer eating, killing myself with food. As an addict, I only know self-destruction and self-sabotage, self-hatred. And today, I have God's love guiding, and I'm just so grateful in that it passed. Thank you so much, Ginger, for getting us started. I really appreciate that. Um, okay, so in just a minute, I'll be ready to take a list of names of people who want to share on this paragraph. If you would please just say your 
first name and the first initial of your last name. And I'll do my best to hear you. Okay, ready, set, go. Harlan G. Margaret Larry Larry K. Janice P.M. Duel. Vanessa. Teresa P. Okay, let's stop right there and let me tell you who I've got. Okay, I've got Margaret D. Harlan. Larry K. Sorry, I'm writing these as I talk. Janice P.M. Do L. And I got Teresa, but Teresa, I didn't get the first initial of your last name, so when it's your turn, if you wouldn't mind giving that to me, please. Okay? So, Margaret, you will be first up, and you'll be followed by Harlan G. Okay, go ahead, Margaret. Good morning. This is Margaret D. in Georgia, recovered, great, oh my gosh, gratefully recovered, compulsive eater. May I be heard? Yes, you can, Margaret. Go oh, right ahead. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. Um, for me, this is a delightful step. I, it's something that I look forward to. Um, it's a chance to, um, it, it's, that's all it is. It's a chance. And here, here's how um, it works for me. So um, um, oh my gosh, I just forgot if we are constructively reviewing at night or if we are first thing in the morning. I guess we're constructively reviewing at night, right? It just went out of my head. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, okay. So how how it works for me is I will um, um, put together like did I call anybody to or did I do any tenth steps and that right off the bat leads me to oh well obviously then there is a case where I was selfish resentful dishonest or afraid and um, another thing that helps me to review the day is I just take it in in um, spells like okay I got up in the morning. Did I wake up resentful? All right, so then I was on my way into work. Was I resentful, selfish? Then at work from like 8 till noon, you know, what were the resentments or whatever? And you can just take it, or I just take it in big blotches or spells. And so it's such a clear-cut thing. It's like at the end of it, it's not, oh, my God, look at all these horrible things I did. It's like, oh, my gosh, God. Here's all these times when I just, I don't know what I was doing. I just knocked you out of the driver's seat. And I love being welcomed back in to um, God's grace and mercy. So I don't find anything, um, it, it's not like a chore or anything. It's like another uh, trip to be reunited, reunited with my higher power. And that's delightful. And it's exciting. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Margaret. Um, okay, next up, we're going to hear from Harlan G. And Harlan, you'll be followed by Larry K. Good morning, Harlan. Good morning, Renee. And thank you very much for your service this morning. And thanks to Team Wednesday for this magnificent meeting. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona. One of the things that's most apparent to me about the study of the big book 
is that the things that are important are repeated over and over and over again. And a grammar school teacher that I know well, she told me that's called spiraling the information, which is key. And when I look at this, one of the things that I wondered is, why is the nighttime section before the daytime section? And that is because it is assumed by the authors that we have been doing step 10 throughout the day. One of the misconceptions about step 10 is that it gets confused with step 11, and people think a lot, oftentimes that you do step 10 at night and in the morning. You can, but it's done throughout the day. But when I look at the paragraph, what I remember what I'm reminded of, we constructively review our day. A hammer to my head is not one of the tools of recovery. And what I did for a long, long time in this program was I beat on myself unmercifully for mistakes. And what I had to come to understand was if I treated my friends like I treat myself, I would not have any. I had to learn to be loving and gentle with others. I had to be tolerant and loving with myself. And so when it says constructively review our day, that was a key for me. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? That sounds like steps four and ten. Do we owe an apology? Steps nine... <clears throat> Step 10, have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed with another person at once? Step 5, were we kind and loving toward all? In 10, it says love and tolerance of others is our code. What could we have done better? Another opportunity to beat myself unmercifully. I am an immature perfectionist. And I am an immature perfectionist to the nth degree, and we, we are also very sensitive. What could we have done better? I need to temper how I address that with myself, with love and tolerance for myself as well. And then it says, excuse me, were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? I don't have much time left, but what I'm reminded of is this is an altruistic program of action, and the more I try to suck what I want out of the marrow of life, the less happy I'm going to be. I must give. On page 14 at the bottom, it says, faith without works was dead. How appallingly true for the alcoholic. Gentle reminder. And it says, I must perfect and enlarge my spiritual life through work and self-sacrifice for others. This is the key to the whole thing. And with that, I will pass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Harlan. Okay. Um, Larry Kay, you are up next, and you'll be followed by Janice P.N. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. I'm going to piggyback on Harlan. So there you go, Harlan. Hope you can hold me. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I want to take myself off that ridiculous, ridiculous, absurd wheel of perfection with this work. You know, with step 11 work, I, I'm going to hold myself to a standard of grace and not a standard of perfection. And when, you know, when I was spiritually bankrupt, when I, when I got to these, <laughs> to the rooms of OA, but I certainly had a, a blind spot to that condition. I didn't know it. So, so how is a guy like me going to learn how to tap into this fourth dimension that Bill speaks about? You know, for me, step 11 is not just a maintenance and growth step to keep me sober. Rather, you know, I mean, it's not sober house here. 
it's it's something much more. Remember, the main object of this book, the very reason this book exists is to find a power greater than myself, which will solve my problem. And in steps three through 10, we've removed enough self-will with God's help to become God conscious. And now we're beginning to see some direction flow in from God. And, and, and recognizing that the problem only appeared to be food. Really, it was a di- disconnection from this God. So at this point in the process, if I followed these directions, you know, the door to the spiritual kindergarten, it flies open and I, and I get to come in and I enter the, 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 the kindergarten classroom and I continue to grow in my relationship with God, myself, and my little kindergarten fellows here. And twice in the book, Bill speaks about the fourth dimension of existence. And now the book tells me that God dwells in each of us. And if that's true, then it really stands to reason that you and I, are, are we're already equipped to receive the power. We have an antenna, a spiritual antenna. It might be rusty. It might be unused. But prayer and meditation and looking at these things is a way to position that antenna properly. And I, I, I'm, I'm no longer operating in the world with my five senses. I got a sixth sense. And the five senses only give me a small bit of knowledge. It's the sixth sense where I get more knowledge. And if God has all knowledge and power, and let's just presume that so, what happens when I tap into the power? Then I can handle any circumstance with life. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thanks, Larry. Okay. Next up, we'll hear from Janice P.M. And Janice, you'll be followed by Du L. Good morning, Janice. Well, good morning to you, Renee A. Um, I hope that's right, yeah. Um, This is Janice P.M., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Yes, what does it say? It says, when we retire at night. So you know it's not in the morning. It says at night to retire is to go to sleep. Um, And like others, um, I go to sleep very early at night. So I tend to do my 11th step. Prior to that, I have a card that I keep by my, um, you know, my bed. And I go over this. And it's a review. When you review something, you've already done it which means, you know, the 10th step was explained. We do that as soon as we can during the day. Now, between, you know, me going to bed and going to sleep, and before I do, if I remember, gee, you know, I go through these questions. I go through the steps again because that's the purpose of the steps, to, to grow spiritually and boy when I do this before I go to sleep you know I have nothing on my mind that's going to block me out even when I'm sleeping because when I get up I'm wide awake and I feel good now if I forgot something naturally in the morning I will tell you know you know somebody if not my sponsor so I'm not blocking out even before I get up when I wake up then I can, you know, go, you know, do what I have to do in the morning and then tell it. I do not write down at this stage of my game the um, um, the 11th step. I believe, uh, you know, I, some people do. They write it down. They send it, you know, uh, in the computer. I don't do that um, because, uh, you know, <laughs> if I wasn't honest, number one, with my food, boy, I know. 
and I have to tell somebody because that's a big block. I'll be restless and irritable, and I even won't even go to sleep because it'll be on my mind, you know. So that's what I do. And, yeah, it is a retire means a review, and it is constructive. And the action is to avoid fear, fear. I'm not afraid that I did that. What would I be afraid of? Because I trust that, my God, I'll be afraid if I don't tell it. And I am dishonest because I was always dishonest because I was afraid to tell you (laughs) that was the reason. So I go through that. And, you know, it's a daily tune-up. I'm not tuned up until I get rid of this stuff that is going on, whether it's uh, being a little bit more selfish than I should be. It just stays in my mind. I have to get rid of it. So that's what my daily tune-up is because the day isn't over yet. It's, the day is over, you know, when I go to sleep. And, yeah, over uh, in the winter. Yeah. So it's depending on my, what, my maintaining my spiritual condition. That's what it's all about, my daily basis. And with that, I'm going to uh, pass. Thank you. Thank you, Janice. Okay, next up, we're going to hear from Do L. And Do, you'll be followed by Teresa. And Teresa, you'll give me your the first initial of your last name when you um, share. Okay, Do. good morning. Good morning. This is Do L. Recover Compulsive Reader from New York. Thank you so much. Um, wow, step 11. So step 11 suggests prayer and meditation. And what I love about the big book, it tells you exactly what the instructions are, right? Prayer, meditation, and then it's going to give you examples of what those prayers and meditation look like. And this is the meditation part, right? Um, It's telling you that you're going to reflect, you're going to ponder on, you're going to get spiritually enlightened so that you can get that that, um, mindfulness of practicing uh, this meditation so you could get even closer to your higher power. And so it says when retiring at night, we constructively review our day. So we're doing a kind of like a checklist of whether I did these things, right? Um, it's not even that hard. Did I do all my 10 steps throughout the day? It's just asking that, right? Like, did I do a good job at doing that? Um, if I didn't do that, Um, what could I have done better? You know, do I still owe somebody an apology? Was I unkind? Was I, uh, curt to someone that I still need to the next day? Because at this time I'm retiring, I'm going to sleep, you know, but if, if I notice in my, in my review that I still owe somebody an apology, then I have the next morning to go and make the amends to this person, right? It doesn't have to be right there and then, um, you know, it says, uh, were we kind and loving towards all? You know, how, how did I conduct myself throughout the day? Was I bringing God's um, will into every aspect of my life? You know, or was I trying to get the most out of life for myself? You know, was I still, uh, you know, honing in on those character defects and, you know, trying to run the show and trying to do things on my own and pack into the stream of life what I could get out of life, whether... Uh, instead of contributing to life, right? And then it says, you know, or was I, you know, drifting into that worry, remorse, and morbid reflection, you know, because when I do that, it diminishes my usefulness. I I steal away the hours, the days, 
the time that could be useful to do um, productive things with God's will. Um, and then it says, after having that review, after having that meditation, now we go and we ask God, we do the prayer. We ask for forgiveness, inquire what the corrective measures should have been taken. And if I do this on a daily basis, then I'll be at a higher spiritual uh, spiritual um, thing because step 11 is about improving my conscious contact with God, right? Um, reminder. Thanks. Um, so I'll just wrap it up with this. It's my improvement with my conscious contact with God. And that's what I do with prayer meditation. And so that's just a, a, a foretaste of that. With that, I pass. Thank you, Do. Okay, next up we'll hear from Teresa. And after Teresa, I'll be able to take a new mm -hmm. list of names. So good morning, Teresa. What was the first initial of your last name? Hi, I'm Teresa P. P as in, in Paul. Okay. Yes. And uh, I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and very grateful to to uh, be able to um, say that and, and be a part of this uh, wonderful group. And uh, the uh, uh, step I do that, uh, you know, that uh, when we retire at night. And I also do it earlier because I was doing it in the evening. And, you know, it's just race through it because, you know, I'm falling asleep. But if I do it early, I do even do it a little earlier. I do it around 3 o'clock. Because my brain is more functional then. So I want my brain functioning so that I can go through these things. And I love how, you know, it's in a list. And I have to admit, you know, I have I have the list I do. They say it's big book page 86, but, you know, it didn't have a whole thing. So now I get to go back. I think I'm just going to photocopy that so I can – I have my little book I run around with, with uh, that has just a page or two. So I can do it anywhere, anytime. Uh, in my travel, I just grab it up and away I go. And uh, But what this gives me is something to focus on and look at and remind myself. I don't know about anybody else, but I have this forgetful memory, you know. It's just like I could do it one moment and then, bam, it's gone. And so what I get to do is look at it. And then there's that perfectionism. Oh, my gosh, I can get into, well, let's write a novel and. And so this way I just get to look at it. I do write it. I keep it very simple. And I don't take a lot of time at it because if I do, I, I know me, you know, it'll just, I'll do it great one day and then, you know, and then I'll resent it the rest of the day for the next, uh, you know, rest of my life. If I keep it simple and I just let God help me to bring up the highlights um, for for the events, you know, what do you want me to talk about? You know, it'll be there in my brain. Okay, it's there in my brain. It's what I put down. It's what I look at. And and God has slowly revealed to me over time things about me. And I need the slowness because, you know, I'm fearful and, you know, or I like to beat myself up. So we do a little at a time. And, you know, yesterday I guess got to have this wonderful spiritual experience where I got to discover how I'm selfish and uh, it's just like oh wow uh, we were um, my husband had just okayed me buying I was $150 worth of books for my sister and so generous and we went somewhere else and he wanted to get this desk it was like 100 
you know, $30. And I was thinking, no, we don't have money for that. And then I thought, oh, but he just lets you buy all this stuff. And he always does. I thought, I am selfish. So I got to say, you know, thank you. I got to say, you know, it's up to you. And, you know, and I felt good about it all day because he did get it. We brought it home and I got to work with my selfishness and look at me and enjoy his joy. Thank you for letting me share. I'll pass. Thank you, Teresa. Okay, before I take a new list of names, I want to just remind everybody where we're at today. We're on page 86. We're starting with that first paragraph, which begins with, when we retire at night. And I'm happy to take a new list of names. Charles Ronnie H. H. Ronnie Ronnie H. Jolene. Okay, I got nobody after Charles H. Ron A. Reba P. Reba. Jen A. Jen. Darlene H. Darlene. Okay, let me tell you who I've got. I've got Charles H., Reba P., Jen A., Darlene H. I can take two or three more names. Ronnie P. Is it Lonnie or Ronnie? Ronnie with an R. Okay. Ronnie, and what was it, P? P, yes. Okay. Who else would like to share? Dorita P. Dorita. Probably take one more. Okay, I tell you what. Let's stop with that, and then we'll... Go ahead. Do you have... Room for one more? Yes. Peggy H. Peggy. Okay, Peggy. Let's stop there. Let me tell you who I've got. Um, I've got Charles H., Reba P., Jen A., Darlene H., Ronnie P., Dorita P., and Peggy H. Okay, Charles, we are ready for you to share. Go right ahead, and Charles will be followed by Reba P. Thank you very much, moderator, for your service. Charles H., I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I want to drill down on the last sentence after making our review. Um, So making a review for me is answering these questions. Very powerful paragraph. After making our review, we ask God. God ain't got to do no no 11 steps. We ask God. That, That means I pray to God for forgiveness. We ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. The English word for the day for me is inquire. Inquire is listening. That there's a, inquire is meditating, being quiet and listening after I've done the work. In particular, it, it's it's like a it's like a, a, a net for an individual, a self-centered individual like me that definitely didn't do enough ten steps on any basis. And then I want to drill down with some of the questions, a couple of, just two of the questions out of the six or seven questions here. Um, uh, was I kind of loving to, to everybody? Hell no. Double hell no, right? What could I have done better? A lot of things. Without beating myself up because the text says we're not going to drift into remorse or morbid reflection, but we're going to do some inventory. And, you know, whatever time... People do it, that's when they do it. You know, I think, I think, and this is just me, I think, you know, we come on here and sound like we got it all together. No, 
God got it all together because a relationship with a higher power and improving that relationship is what we're after, hopefully, right? Yeah. Um, what we're after is a, is, a, is a closer relationship, improving our conscious contact, right, with, 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 with God. We're all on here trying to get better, hopefully, right? And, and, and no fighting, no fuss, because the 10 step, the ten step promise says we cease fighting everything and anybody. So everybody's got their interpretation. You know, as long as you stick into the textbook, you ain't wrong. But we can improve. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. Okay, next up we'll hear from Reba P. And Reba, you'll be followed by Jen A. Good morning, Reba. Good morning. This is Reva P., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. You know, night times were the worst time for me in this disease. I binge the hardest and most and worst at night. Um, and what was my nightly review before program? It was reviewing all the things I did wrong, all the ways I fell short on my food plan because I would wake up every morning saying, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to eat like this. I'm going to behave like that. And by night, it was like everything was just a mess. Um, And I love, you know, very early on in program, I heard somebody share about this nightly review. And I thought, what a concept. I can go to bed. And, you know, by the time I'm at step 11, the food is down and I've got the neutrality, um, as it says in the promises in step 10. But I can go to bed without any gook without feeling guilty, angry, whatever, because I get to do this at night. And I love how, you know, for me it was always, oh, I'll start tomorrow morning. And where does the big book start with prayer meditation? It starts tonight. Tonight, don't leave it for the morning. I get to have a safety net. That's what this retire at night for me is. I've cleaned up my past in four to nine. I've kept things in check all day long with my step 10s, and then I've got the safety net. What did I miss? And this is not about, let's see what we can see that I did wrong and beat myself up to feel crap. This is about learning, because not only am I keeping my channel clear, I'm learning a design for living. I'm learning how to live, and I'm recreating a whole new life. So I need to reflect. I need to look at the day. How did things go? Did I miss something? What can I do better? Um, And I love how it's, I don't do worry, remorse, and morbid reflection because my whole purpose now is to be of maximum usefulness. Um, Not only does it hurt me, but it diminishes my usefulness. So I never have to go to bed with those demons. Um, And I'm constantly learning. And do I always answer these questions perfectly? No, not at all, because the whole point is to constantly grow and spiritual development is infinite. Like the spiritual progress is never something we do. I don't even know what that word means anymore, perfect. Um, Yeah, so I'm so grateful. We get to go to bed and, and it's all about learning. What can I do better? Thanks for the insights, God. Keep asking, asking, asking. And then sometimes overnight, God just like cooks things. And in the morning, I get real clarity. But I don't have to like worry about it. Um, I just give it over. And uh, with that, I pass. Thank you, Reba. Okay, next up, we're going to hear from Jen A. And Jen, you'll be followed by Darlene H. Good morning, Jen. 
Thanks, Renee. Thanks for your service today. This is Jen A, Recovered Compulsive Overeater, Anorexic and Bulimic from Colorado. Um, I love it, right? Oh, the directives that we've been given here starting at step 10. And first I have to remember, I've entered the world of the spirit. That's what step 10 tells me, right? And so my first spiritual directive is what? To do those step 10s, to stay unblocked um, from, from uh, unblocked and connected to God. And then how do I do this on a daily basis? Daily basis, I get to do this nighttime spiritual review, right? These are questions that I ask myself. I don't beat myself up. I love how that was said today. Um, And you know what? I can say to myself during the day, was I in self or was I in spirit today, right? How did I show up today? That's all those questions are asking me, right? Did I show up as pages 60 to 63, a girl just wanting to run the show and running all over people? Or did I show up to be of service to God and God's kids in everything that I did? Um, So that's what I love about um, that nighttime review. And then um, the best part for me, too, is, um, you know, I just, I I think that um, I love this ask, right? We're always asking God. I don't know about you, but I came into this program and I have journals, abundant journals of me journaling to God, the God that I was praying to at the time, asking, 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 give me, give me, give me. I want, I want, I want. And here I'm finally looking at myself, right? And I'm finally looking at myself, and I'll never forget the day I sat in that meeting at 6.45 a.m., and the awareness hit me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm now given awareness on what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, how I'm showing up, how I'm behaving and acting. And I was like, wow, this is huge. Why? Because I'm no longer stuffing my face with food. I'm no longer spending every morning 3 a.m. on the track running around in circles, right? And I love it because ASK is an acronym for me. A, God gives me an awareness. And then S, what am I going to do? I'm going to seek him out and I'm going to surrender to him. How do I do that? Right here through prayer and meditation. And then what is he going to give me? Not answers, not my laundriness, and not exactly what I want. He's going to give me the knowledge of his will for the situation and how to carry that out. I use that every single day. God wants me to ask him. That's why it's used so often in this book. I never thought God cared about me. I know that God cares about me. I am his daughter. He loves me. He wants to see me grow in understanding and effectiveness with him and with others. So I use that acronym every single day. God, you've given me an awareness. I have a resentment. I'm coming to you. You're going to show me on how to carry this whole thing out, why I'm resentful and angry at this person, where I'm wronged. And then at night I get to review it and see if there's anything that still blocks me. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Jen. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. Next up, we'll hear from Darlene H. And Darlene, you'll be followed by Ronnie P. All right, Darlene, you're up. Good morning. This is Darlene H. from Columbus, Georgia, gratefully recovered. Um, so my book reminds me, because I already know this, that I am undisciplined. And so one of the things that I have found to be very useful for me is to have an 11-step partner. Even though the book does not tell me that I need to review my day with another person, but I found that I do a much better uh, job. I'm consistent. I stay on top of it. If I have somebody that I check in with at the end of the day, and that's been very useful for me, 
Um, you know, I, I often say I'm not very deep. I'm not a very deep person. So I love that the book gives me specific instructions, right? It tells me, it asks me the questions. It tells me I need to constructively review my day, and then it asks the questions, you know, my resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid. Yes, and this is what it was. No, it was a good day. Um, you know, do I owe an apology? Have I kept something to myself? The, the thing I love about doing this with another person for me is that, uh, like I said, the accountability, but then I have the opportunity to kind of talk out my day and to see not only areas where I need to grow, but also areas of growth. You know, that's that's the beauty that I have discovered in my uh, recovery is this change that is happening in me. And I often say, without my permission, you know, God is working in me and, and I'm not doing that work. Obviously, I'm doing some work. But the, the change in me uh, when I do the 11th step at night, when I review my day, I absolutely get to see that as well. And that's wonderful because that keeps me wanting more. And when I see the, the areas for improvement, you know, and I, and I want to be a better person and I want to be of service, maximum service to my God and to my fellows, uh, that helps me to kind of have a plan for the next day. Okay. You know, I didn't pause throughout the day today, so I'm going to work on that, try to keep that in the forefront of my mind tomorrow. Um, and so I find this to be really helpful in terms of my spiritual growth and my uh, desire to continue to grow. So, um, And I, too, you know, I don't get into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection because the truth is I'm learning you know, I'm growing, and that's that's what I that's what's going to happen. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not going to do it right, and I have the opportunity to Gentle continue reminder. to change. And I appreciate your service. Thank you so much for letting me share. Have a good day. Thank you, Darlene. Okay, next up, we're going to hear from Ronnie P. And Ronnie, you'll be followed by Dorita P. Good morning, Ronnie. Hey, good morning, everyone. This is Ronnie P., compulsive overeater. Um, I love the 10th step um, when I can look at it as like I'm a toddler and I have a really loving parent who says, hey, so let's take a look at your day. Okay, did you do this? Well, maybe you could do that better. Okay, I love you. You're great. Go do better. And when I, when I look at it like that, I realize that, you know, this whole human experience um, for all of us, we are always growing and learning. Now, we might be growing in ways that it's like, I don't want to grow anymore in that direction. So what this does is it just sort of pulls us back to center. And um, what always helps me too, uh, not just doing a 10th step, but I do this thing I call the 10 and a half step where I just say, okay, now what am I grateful for today? And when I pair, and that, that keeps me from sliding into remorse or reflection or, or you know, negative reflection or beating up on myself for not having been perfect. When I get into gratitude, when I pair it with gratitude for what has been great about the day, and sometimes it's even just like, you know, I live in a country where I can, I've, I've got clean running water. I've got, um, I've got health insurance. I mean, the things that are so, so basic and that I so take, I can so take for granted. So when I pair it with gratitude, 
any anxiety I might have about having been imperfect and, you know, aired throughout the day just quiets right the hell down. And then I am reminded that, you know, my higher power isn't even the separate thing. It is me. We, my, my consciousness and this higher spirit were two ends of the same stick. And the gratitude reminds me that I'm, I'm, I'm always being carried. And so there's nothing to fear. So I, there's no need for remorse or anything else. I can just, I'm just carried. And if I'm carried, then that means that if I need to make an amend, my, uh, my higher power is there with me. And if I'm quiet, I will just sometimes say, just give me the right words and um, the right time. And please let me recognize when that is. And suddenly it just unfolds. So the 10th step for me paired with gratitude keeps it in balance, keeps me from sliding into um, big-time remorse, which is nothing more than outsized ego. And um, so that's it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Pass. Thanks, Ronnie. Okay, so next up we're going to hear from Dorita P. And Dorita, you'll be followed by Peggy H. Good morning, Dorita. Hi. Uh, thank you, Renee, for your service. Hi, my name is Dorita P. from Cleveland and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And it says, um, when we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving toward all? Uh, what could we have done better? Um, you know, my, my feelings and emotions tell me, um, they may not tell me what to do, but they'll tell me, um, like, where was I wrong? Um, you know, because these people would uh, usually stay with me. Like, I could be thinking about, for example, my mom. You know, like, you know, um, you know, worrying about my mom, thinking about my mom. So, Maybe I owe my mom an apology or uh, need to talk to someone. And I, and I really like this, um, have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed to another person at once. Um, I have a friend, um, look, I have a friend now, um, and we've been talking uh, every day, and we get a lot from each other, and I can share um, everything with her, um, and it's really a wonderful, wonderful thing. And you know, um, she's a program person, and um, I guess without program, we wouldn't have uh, crossed paths, you know, because it says we are people who normally would not mix, and uh, she doesn't live around the corner from me, so. Uh, I'm just really grateful for this program because um, without it, I would be lost. I don't even want to think about where I would be without it. So I'm just really grateful. And thank you all for being here. And for the new people, keep coming back. Um, you may not know where we are in the book, but just keep coming back and you'll get there. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks, Dorita. Okay, Dorita, um, I appreciate that. And next up we have Peggy H. Peggy, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. This is Peggy H. from Arizona. Um, 
I just am very much feeling enveloped with uh, the wisdom and the the warmth and the structure of this discussion on steps 10 and 11. I'm in the mothership program, and um, I have to say I'm I'm amazed that there is much more of an emphasis on step 10 in OA than in any in the other program that I'm in, other programs I've been in and the other one that I'm in now um, in, in the application of it. And the fact that there's, you know, difference of opinions as far as how to do this in and of itself should tell us that there's no perfect way to do it. You know, people here on the lines with great recovery and long-time abstinence um, approach it with different nuances. And so that should set aside any sense that oh, I've got to find just the perfect way. It kind of reminds me of the, a story that I've heard in Rooms of Recovery of people who were following the Buddhist monk and um, and he was pointing towards higher power, but they were so fixated on him that they missed the whole point that it's about our connection with our higher power. So I, I think Charles alluded to that, which I think is um, like, let's, you know, let's not lose the forest from the trees here. Um, <clears throat> there's a, a piece of um, philosophy that I'm not a philosopher by any means or an um, intellectual by any means, but I've run across the idea of Aristotle's means. And he talks about balance. Basically, it comes to balance. You know, if I if I'm off track in one way or another, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna find change. And change is what we're after here, right? We're we're after change into more connection with our higher power. So if I'm being too sloppy with this, um, maybe I'm being too sloppy with it. Maybe I'm not taking it serious enough. Maybe it's not in my heart and mind that this is. Um, paramount to my recovery, um, then I'm not going to notice the change in it and I could go back out. If I'm being too legalistic and perfectionistic, I'm going to get fatigued. I'm going to get burnt out. I'm going to get resentful and it's not going to affect any change in me either. So um, anyway, it's just a good, and, and to, re- to remember that, um, you know, these are these are the means that God's giving me to not become a victim of my own behavior, to get out of my own way and to come into the light, you know, to come into his power. And therefore it's, um, it, you know, it encourages me. And this meeting has very much encouraged me, thank you all, to um, to take this seriously and yet not let it become too constricting. And General reminder. There's a beautiful balance in there. So thank you so much. God bless. Bye. Thank you, Peggy. Okay. Well, we have come to the end of our meeting, so I want to thank everyone who shared. Um, thank you for doing service by sharing and, you know, for everybody who's on the line. Um, please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following. The share ID for this meeting, the one that we just concluded, is 14,038. That's 14038. 
And we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Janice B. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thank you. Good morning, visionaries. This is Janice B. from Vermont. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself, understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.